0: Do it. I don't know what you got. In store. Well, see, you already hit record. You don't even know what I got in the store, but we're here. Midweek pod, Nicholas Allen, Bo Robert Rude. We're back. Today's pod is brought to you by Pella. Go to the showrooms in Lincoln and Omaha. Go check them out, or you can go to PellaOmaha.com. Big shouts out. Got to look at at my man, Vincent, everybody. we just We just furthered our relationship for more years to come. I love everybody at Pella. Thanks for the support. These dudes have been like day one supporters. So thanks to them. Yes, cheers to them. We will open this in a second. Yeah, we got the Pella. We got all that stuff going. Shouts out to Pella. Uh, And today's pod is also brought to you by Shoot360, the world's most advanced basketball training facility. Shoot360 is coming to Lincoln. You see it on the shirt. Yours truly, and Alex Bob, my older brother, we're going to be owning that bad boy. Target grand opening October 14th. Again, what sets Shoot360 apart from other basketball training experiences? We use the same technology that 26 NBA facilities use to provide you objective and real-time feedback after every rep you take inside of our facility. So whether you're a fourth-grade rookie or a college MVP... Our patented and proprietary technology will get you better faster. If you want to train like a pro, become a member at Shoot360 Lincoln. Bo, basketball is a game of skill, is it not? Yes. And we specialize in those skills of ball handling, passing, and shooting. And the only way to become confident in those areas is reps, right? Yep. And Shoot360 gives you more reps. I think the average practice, you get 32 shots up in a one-hour practice. In a game, you get nine shots up. You can get 300 shots up in a 30 minute workout.
1: And that's the standard the, window? That, that's that the st- people, yeah 30, yep.
0: 30 window, it's 30 minute window. That's so very that's what's, yeah, it's fantastic. It's manageable for families. It's and, extremely yeah. manageable.
1: So fit in that go. busy schedule.
0: Shoot360.com backslash Lincoln. Fill out the I'm interested form. Okay. We're back, baby. Uh, we, the, there's a lot to talk about here.
1: Are you we are feeling back, it? We are back for the twice a week, yes. the twice a week fall sessions. This is what this we is love. It. This is it. You know, we we love doing it, and this is the, this is the time of year where we need tw- two times a week to really digest it all. And. You know, this pod's always
0: fun because you, you do a little – the midweek pod, you kind of do a little look back at at the weekend because there's always some, like, leftover thoughts or some stuff you yeah. – as the days go on from that game that just unfolded that I know I've thought about over the yeah. last couple of days. And now we got a whale of a game coming up on Saturday, which, by the way, so game kicks off at 11. My daughter has a soccer game at 11.
1: Uh, it's too bad you're going to miss that game. now. Uh,
0: <laughs> and I'm, I'm the coach, so uh, – I, I you're just, saying you're just, you're yeah you're going to your, I'm going to go yeah. coach I'm going to record the game but my whole thing is I really really want to try to avoid any spoilers of score because that that alters how you watch the game right yeah like if you know dude Nebraska is up 21 nothing that first maybe maybe there's a big decision on fourth down at midfield yeah. or something like that that you assume like well they if they're going for it they must have
1: got it but if you don't know that you maybe assess that decision okay because you're going to get back in time to watch like it's not going to be done it's going to be an by it's an hour probably start to finish yes. those games yes max so you're max. home in an hour i'll and be half. home, you're, so, home in half. Yes. you're home in half yeah you're home in half so it's not horrible yeah
0: but my my main concern i might get a shirt made that says like do not tell me the score oh you know how i feel but but because I do think like it's important, for example, like we we talked a lot about as everybody has, we talked a lot about the decision to throw the ball three times in the fourth quarter yeah. when Nebraska is up ten to three. I'm a big. How did you feel in the moment? Yeah. Kind of like,
1: and if you know the
0: outcome, it maybe alters how you feel about it in the moment.
1: You know now, what I mean? Let's look at this. You're gonna be at a sporting event, sporting parents. I know the, the chance that one of those parents on the sideline spoils isn't, it isn't either pumping his, pumping their fist or I know. you know slapping their leg because they're pissed off, right? So right. you're gonna be able to like so you almost have to put the blinders on, like, don't even look around, you just have to just watch the this, game. Like put your. Head I know, down, I know go and and I'm cut. gonna have to like just stiff arm people, but this, <laughs> and this they're this, gonna want to talk to you. About I know this call, this this is. kind of
0: happened last year during the Oklahoma game, where I think the game I got to watch like the first quarter, then had to go to the soccer game, and I was getting updates that it had gotten out of hand or whatever. But so that that's a little bit about what's going on 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 Saturday. Oh, but oh, this boy. this game I have so many thoughts on this game. I can't wait to uh, to talk to you about this. But before we get started, grab your grab your grab your headphones there, big dog. Oh, my all right, I am uh, so. This is this is what we're gonna do here. I am I'm very excited about this. So, how I want to kind of set this up is, you know. So it's Nebraska Colorado week. Okay. We have both had some pretty cool encounters and highlights with Joel Clat. Yours very much different than than mine. Yeah. But I wanna I wanna set up your first encounter with one Joel Clat <laughs> because that that's what's crazy. Like you you went. Did you go against him twice? I think so, yep. So here, this is November, late November 2005. It was, I think, late third quarter. And you make one heck of a play here on Joel Klatt. Let's listen.
1: Nebraska showing man coverage on third down and five and a half. Huskers again stunning in the line of scrimmage. Here goes. between the 40 and 45 i think the buffalo's got
0: it bull Rood came in there like a missile he just went right past the center of the guard or and... so you t- talk us through that play you it because it, it is unbelievable how well you timed it up clearly
1: yeah that was the one maybe the the best timed up blitz of my life where i just you know you you kind of get a feel for the snap count and they gave they gave us the call for the blitz and i was like you know I just hit it on the run. Like I basically, it was one of those where you you're crossing the center as he's just, you know, barely moving the ball. I right. just got the, the countdown so good. So, uh, yeah. So I, I, I squeezed by and I think I, I, you know, I, I knocked it out, but, um, no, it's crazy, because you you sent that yeah. to the guys today, and, the, and I hadn't seen that play forever, and I was just like, oh, my god.
0: It's got to be cool to see that play again. I mean, it's amazing, because I've seen the angle I sent you was behind Clat behind, behind the quarterback. If yeah. you watch it from the wide game angle, the, the call is messed up. I think Tariko's on the call. He doesn't have your name, and I was like, oh, come on, Tarico!" But he was excited yeah. about it. But, like, you – I mean, in those spots, are you just like, I'm either going to get the worst – Offsides in the world, or you're you're, you're just like I'm. I'm going for it here.
1: Yeah, it's it's um, I'm trying to think of a of a good analogy, but yeah, basically, like you're either looking like ridiculous because right, but but you also I I think it's it's a it's a feel thing where you're just like they're not going on two. You just kind of know they're
0: because it was third and five, and I mean, you what's what's cool about it? I mean, you can see you it you don't creep up. It's almost things like you kind of showed blitz and then went. You don't
1: creep up until you're, like, coming full sprint. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And you are on clat immediately. I mean, it was almost one of those, like, if you would have handed it off, I would have taken the handle. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And that's where we got this. This is the game ball, 30-3. to Uh, So November 25th, 2005, you guys went there and just Todd Peterson had played well. Defensively, you guys really just shut down Colorado. Here was your stat line in that game. So you got the game ball. Yeah, You had six tackles, three tackles for loss, one sack, one forced fumble. So you were were disruptive that whole game.
1: You know what? I think we actually talked about this game randomly, maybe earlier this year on one of our pods, just because we were talking about Colorado and the rivalry. And this was the game, though, that I mentioned at the time where they, it was a big game. We had the Restore the Order shirts. We were so geared up for this. And their fan base, by that point, by probably a little bit after that moment, by the end of the third quarter, just start throwing things and were just ridiculous, and they got booted out of the game. They they stopped yeah, the game and for they thirty minutes. The whole and section. they told they told the whole student section to get out. That's nuts. And so it was a really it was probably the best moment and the best game of the Callahan era, in my opinion. Uh, I, I'll take that back. The Michigan game, yeah, in the, the bowl. bowl, is probably that moment. But I would say that that was the moment where I think everybody on that team started thinking. Oh, we could win right championships. You know, like we we're right. starting to turn the tide of this is the Callahan era. We don't know what's going on to oh, this is starting something's starting to happen here. Right. And then and
0: you guys go on in 06 and you and We you, won the North yep. in
1: 06. We lose in the Big 12 championship game to Oklahoma. Um, but like that was the turning point to me. I always felt like that game in 05 um against Colorado, we flipped the script, we we did restore the order, yeah. and then we beat michigan in the alamo bowl right and i i think that was the first time in my career i was like this team like this program's ready to do something um and it started with that game
0: that's cool and you got the freaking game ball for it but i don't think i've ever heard you say that you thought that was like there was that because there is something real to that you can kind of feel those turning point things are are real
1: yeah it was like it was because that was the last that would have been the last game of the year and then we played in the alamo Bowl. so and i broke my arm in the in the, off, in the in the time in between then so i didn't get to play now and the, the, that's the too online. bad yeah, yeah.
0: but yeah. so and the reason we bring up clatt i mean obviously it's the colorado game but then obviously like it's there's so many then clatt will be on the call this weekend with oh, gus
1: yeah. he, he i mean that's such a biased call i mean boy, i like clatt but yeah i mean this is like we may we need to send you out there to just sit by him uh, and yeah just to
0: balance him. it out yeah. but yeah it's it is uh it was cool to watch some of those highlights and then so i was thinking about your encounter with 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 joel clatt have you ever heard my encounter with, with Joel Klatt?
1: Well, I mean, he, I know you know him and from, no, from but, broadcasting, but no.
0: No, okay. So this was during game time with Nick Baugh. This was my radio show on 1620 yeah. The Zone. This was 2000, would it have been, was the game day? I'm just, I'm just, so he would have been coming. He was coming to call a, a Nebraska game. I can't remember the game now. But he was coming to call a Nebraska game, and he was going to be on the call on Big Fox. So I I reached out and got him to come on my radio show. And this was how I signed off <laughs> with Clatt, thanking him on the show. And this is one of the biggest <laughs> fumble. I can't I've even have heard this before.
1: I know. I bet you I have. Because yeah.
0: it's become a chicken like... Uh, Let me hear this. Yeah, so this is this is me and Clat back in the day uh, on radio, me saying goodbye to him. Let me try and set this up here for us. Okay, get ready for this. This is terrible. Joel Klatt, FS1. Joel, you know, from my vantage point, you're as good as it gets in the college football world. We appreciate your time. I know you're super busy. Have a great call tomorrow night. And uh, stay safe. Uh, stay, uh, stay safe. In, uh, in, in I love it. I
1: appreciate it. Thank you so much, guys. And, uh, I, I...
0: I think you, you do a great job as well, my friend. I appreciate that, Joel. Thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, that's, that's bad. Fun. How bad? I mean, there's listen, nothing worse than when you're trying to and be uh, professional. Say, say, little, say, say, uh, in Lincoln Oh God. Say, 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 safe, uh, <laughs> in, in say, say. I thought. I, I mean, I, I had a great. I wrote it out. I was like, this is how I'm going to get him out. uh You know. Joel Cla I was going to butter him up, you know, because I do think Joel's awesome, you know, and then talk about, hey, say, s- I still can't say, stay, stay safe, safe in yeah. Lincoln oh, as a God. buffalo, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. and I got <laughs> caught. It's <laughs> so bad. The best part about it, the best part about it is that a little, <laughs> I say a little works his way in there listen to this and uh, stay safe uh, say
1: say little stay safe and, uh, <laughs> and, and <make> it <laughs> it i love it. I appreciate
0: it and i love that like- clad says i love it like i didn't just vomit words all over the place i
1: mean that was one of those moments where it was so bad you just like you started just like trailing off like you, blah, blah, you know blah, blah, what i'm saying blah,
0: blah. i could not say i still can't do it what stay
1: is, safe what is it like if you were just talking to somebody in person that doesn't happen but like you're you're trying to do it on on air yes. and then some like every once in a while the word monster just bites your tongue and you're like oh, and, and you just i, I could
0: not speak oh. could not speak at all so i say that to then say this we can take off the headphones for this i got a little something for us here what the heck does this guy got the folks at Corn Coast Brewing Company are Whoa! such are such huge fans of my misspeak. Whoa. They have made a beer in oh! honor of my terrible moment as a broadcaster. This is a say safe, as you can see for the YouTube audience here. I went to Corn Coast today and bought it. It's a... Uh, let me read it's so it's this is 9.2 oh, percent alcohol wow yeah so brace yourself you're gonna yeah, be talking great. like me by the end of this thing it's a it's an imperial ipa uh <laughs> by the way what what should i've done so let's let's so let's crack one, 1 2, of
1: these you will say things. oh uh, yes you uh, will say yeah stage. so
0: here we go cheers to to our joel clatt encounters and it's we got cheers. a beer out of it so
1: heck yeah
0: oh yeah see i like ipas are you and are you that's good, but we got to be good. careful. That's oh, very yeah. good. Oh yeah. That'd be nice. What, did I do the right thing? Checking out. So I go into, cor- into corn coast and they've reached out to me before. They, they're big fans and they, they, they end up making a say safe, safe. And so I go in there and I buy a little four pack and I'm checking out and I, I went in there being like, okay, they, they might recognize me. They might not. I go in there, I go to check out. The guy doesn't recognize me. Yeah. I didn't want to be like you know. This is
1: my beer.
0: <laughs> this is my. I, uh, I'm that guy that uh, said "say stafe," you know. So I just bought it and left. Right, right move. Right. That's right move. Yeah. You can't. There's no cool way to be like you know.
1: You know. Uh, I said that. <laughs> <laughs> I said it. Somebody that's like.
0: Okay, he. I could tell. I kind sure of went over did. there. It, I felt a little bit like, eh? yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 like he, he, what do you think? <laughs> and he was. This guy had no
1: clue who I was. You leave and you come back in, like, it's a pretty it's good beer. Pretty, huh? uh, come on, come on, Stay oh, safe. Okay. So, but, I mean, this is like this isn't like a one-time make for you this is like a they oh, it sell is on,
0: like i'm looking at their menu like it is on their menu they sell it
1: They're, how did i not know this
0: yeah. well they just they just came out with it like they were because they maybe had another stupid chicken nick drop by the way listen to the chicken nick show too it's a great show as well about chicks he's a buff though so
1: we need to That's get right. that guy out of here Golly, yeah. uh but yeah i mean it's uh it's this is pretty cool. That's great. I mean, that's absolutely fantastic. So we're gonna say drink. Safe. We're gonna drink our say staves. You're gonna be. You're me t- saying yeah, safe nine. I mean, what's what's legit. a normal four? four. Holy four crap. To five is like, like a bud heavy's like a
0: five. So this we're gonna be feeling it. Like I got I got a four pack. We ain't breaking out those other two, are we? We'll see, we'll be saying stave. Yeah, that's not gonna be good at all. Okay, I thought that was a good way to kind of get into things. Yes. Here. Um, okay. I feel like I – I don't know if I need to apologize to start to Matt Rule. Matt, if you're listening, I feel like I – over the weekend and in reflecting in our conversation on the and the game recap for Nebraska losing to Minnesota 13-10, to 10, I felt like – maybe this is just mentally. I didn't necessarily verbally. I felt like I was a little unfair to Rule after that game. What? And what I'm getting at is, like, I think I punished him for losing close – Because Scott Frost lost close for five years. Does that make sense?
1: I think maybe maybe that's... Like, if you were to say, this is Matt Rule's first game, you don't know Scott Frost, you didn't know that era, you're not as mad about that loss. I think it just, people were, in general, were very upset that it was the same kind of loss, and we felt like we didn't make any progress or something. And so... But, but I think what's hard in, as I'm apologizing, because sometimes people
0: like will apologize, but then they'll be like, but you got to understand. And then they'll like justify like why they did, like it's hard. And I imagine I speak for a lot of Husker fans out there. I don't know if this, it's hard to not carry the past with you to a new situation. And I remember talking about this in the summer when he went on ruling on busting with the boys with, uh, with Will Compton. And he talked about how he doesn't want this to be a slow burn and how this, this uh, doesn't need to be year one. This can be more like year two or three for them. And this is year one for rule, but it's kind of like year 10 or 15 or 20 for Husker fans. You know?
1: Yeah. It's, it's uh, I'd say since, since the Riley era started in 2016, right. I mean, I'd say it's a, it's a full eight years of like really just
0: ugh. really struggling. Yeah, like it feels like ever since, because even after the seventy to thirty-one Big Twelve Big Ten championship, like Nebraska still was winning, and I know it was.
1: You're in the Big Twelve championship. That's yeah. the, That's why it's, and you were still
0: winning. You were still winning games. Yeah. You know, but it seems like Riley comes, and ever since the BYU Hail Mary, it just has like gone the wrong direction the whole time. Outside of the start of 2016 went went well. Yeah. Uh, but so you had like a six-game stretch over the course of eight years yeah. where things went okay. And so it's hard to not carry that with you because I felt like I had a chat with someone after the game. I'm not going to name names who I was talking to, but but I was talking to them and they're like, because oh, the, we kind of got into it over over the game. And he was like, This is so if I'm rule, I just go to the team and and it's like, guys, if Anthony Grant doesn't fumble, we we don't jump off sides, uh, you know, we don't yeah. fall start, excuse me, at, at the goal line and do, like what I'm like, okay, we've been playing those greatest hits for 8 years in a row, really 5 years in a row. And I know for me, I'm surprised at how fatigued I am with wanting to continue to play
1: that game. I don't know how you felt about I that. I think it's easier to play it when you yeah, when you don't see it for 5 straight years. We saw it for 5 straight years. I think once it goes on that long, then it's not the one or two things. It's literally like we got a problem. Yes. We are we are the problem. And we need to fix us. Right. And so I just, I don't know. I've,
0: this was a very interesting psychological weekend. And not only for me, but just observing everybody and how they reacted mm-hmm. to the game. It, And I was surprised at the lack of patience I had for how that game unfolded. But I think there were a lot of people that that felt this way. And I just didn't have the appetite to do the whole well, if this happened and this happened and this happened, then they would have won the
1: game. Yeah, and, it, and it's uh, just, I don't know. I don't know. Like, it's, it's, that's, that's the part that's maybe not fair to Matt rule. Is like, I don't feel as bad about the program as, as maybe, um, as you could right now. Like to me, it's like, if you do just view it for like, let's look at us, what are we with the talent we have? Like, we didn't look bad. No, that's the part I go. Okay. I know what a bad team looks like. We didn't look bad. We didn't look great. We looked we looked like there's a few positions that we are we're not strong in, but overall our team seemed to play pretty good football. And I think that's a positive. I do. I don't think it's a total negative we lost that game. Nobody expected us to win that game and we were we were pretty much we were pretty much in total control in the fourth quarter. So yeah. like that is in itself for Matt Rule, a good sign. Is right. it like his teams don't need three years to go from this rebuild? Like it's it, we're we're roughly there. So he sort of took for where Frost left off where we thought there had been progress, but we couldn't get wins. Right. And at least he's still in that framework where we're not looking like, man, these teams are just kicking our butts, right? No. And so you I think you asked me the last pod would you rather get beat by 70 than keep losing? I go always keep losing close games because. It sucks. It hurts more, but it means you're competitive, right? Where you, when you're getting blown out, that's a whole other level of like despair. So we don't want to get blown out. No, we don't need that to be our bottom. Our bottom can be this, this like close game losses, but then eventually, like when the tide turns, it's going to feel really good.
0: I just was hoping when I, when I brought up that, the, I think I called up Terry at the, Terry Tallboy at the end of the bar or whatever that had the, the question of, you know, would you rather have gotten blown out in that game? And I want to say blown out. I certainly don't think they, I would have preferred them to lose 63 to six or something like that, but I just wanted to see them get to that, a close one score situation and then get over the hump and just the, the damage of that to, to the psyche of everybody. But you're right though. Like, I mean, the good from the other night, I mean, the rush defense, they held Minnesota at 55 yards rushing. Yeah. The defense in general, they held Minnesota 13 points and, the last seven came on an all
1: world catch with two minutes or whatever left in the game. Yeah. And they there's they said everybody said there there wasn't offsides. There was a, yes, a yeah, false there, start there that they missed. And, and I still think Gabe Irvin was in
0: in at the end of the first half. It was close. I think he was in. But nevertheless, like they held them they held the defense held Minnesota to 13 points, 251 total yards, shut down a team that wants to run. We were curious what hey, what's the three three five gonna look like against a team that wants to run that's big? Well, I mean, pretty darn good. And then also I thought that was as good the I thought the physicality and the tackling was good for a first game.
1: Yeah, our our DBs, yeah, uh, our DBs like these are new guys, you know, Singleton, uh, Omar Brown, those guys are brand new and they look pretty good, you yes. know. Hard yes. and Newsom, we know what they are. The linebackers, we know what they are. But like everybody looked pretty good. And that's the part I go, hmm. Like I go, this is not so bad. Like we're not looking we're not looking terrible. We're just you know, we lost a close game. It's like, it's okay,
0: right? I mean, because if you would have what, what's what is disingenuous or, or hypocritical, I should say, is like you picked Minnesota to win. I picked Minnesota to win. I don't think very many people thought Nebraska was going to win this game. It is hard. You know, it would have been much better to have a a MAC team come to town yeah. that, at home than it is. You go on the road, Big Ten opponent, uh, opponent, established Big Ten team, and you basically have the game won with three or four minutes left in the game, you would have think you've been pretty pleased, but it's just the way how it was a lot of the same stuff. And then what's hard, and I don't know if you got to watch it because you were out doing stuff with your, because it was your birthday and with your family, but watching that Colorado game, it was, it was to watch Colorado go out and do what they did. It does
1: make it, that that, rub it in, that rubs it in because you because
0: we tell ourselves, listen to us, we tell ourselves that's, hey, it's going to take a while to get this thing going. It's going to take a while. And you're kind of like, does it? Like, does it need to take a while? I, and I don't want to crown Colorado yet. Like, they've won one game. And I thought TCU's in-space second-level tackling was terrible. Yeah, But I guess in, the, in 2023, in the transfer portal NIL era, maybe it doesn't have to take three to five years to to get it
1: well, go. no, no. And I think here's where Dion's Dion, maybe like and, and it's funny. Everybody kind of I remember episode like this was we did our prediction shows and you said, hey, the the tide sort of turned on how people feel about Colorado. And yeah, and I just I remember being like, "Yeah, you were always very like, I was really? like, really? Like yeah. I go, I still think to me and this is this is the, what I'm seeing is like, I don't know how great Colorado is. But Colorado has a couple of really good players. Mm-hmm. And sometimes all you need are a couple of really good players to make big, big differences. Like they're not going to win every game for you, but they might win a game for you. Yeah. Like just flat out, like this game, they can win and it can be against a good team if you got some real dudes and they got a quarterback, a running back, and a wide receiver.
0: And a defensive back because he plays both deep, ways. Yeah. Which
1: is like that basically gives you like four really good players. Right. And I think that might all be all it is. Like, I mean, they got a few, I, I watched the highlights. Cause you, you know, we were talking about that. I, I did watch the highlights cause I missed the game and I wanted to see some of those guys. And you could tell they had like three or four good receivers, but then they had like three or four, just like really good players. Yeah. And that, I think that's all it is. And so it, it kind of brings us to a unique opportunity though. Cause now Colorado has been crowned. Everybody's oh. thrilled about Dion. They are the hype train has started. And Nebraska is back down to poo poo. No hype here. But let's be real. Like we were favored going into this game before they played. So they like, by a touchdown. Yeah over a touchdown. So I think Nebraska has a real opportunity here. We have no pressure. They have all the hype. And we can go in there and this would be nothing but upside. We have no downside. We're expected to lose now. Everybody thinks we're gonna well, lose. Yes. That, and this would be this could be like now a marquee win well
0: that so that's that's what's amazing about this is on one hand as i'm sitting there watching this tcu colorado game and by the way that felt like a moment it's too bad you were with like you watching it it was like you know when you're watching something you You can feel like this something this is something and it's also like there are stars and then there are like you know there's trying to think of who would be there's tom cruise and then there's I don't like, you know, one of those like mid, like Keanu Reeves or something like that. Like it's a difference. Like Dion is a star star. And so you're watching him and you, and you could see it on the first drive. You were like, okay, whoa, this, this team looks polished. They look buttoned up. Shador Sanders is slinging it. Travis Hunter is amazing. Dylan Edwards is awesome. They had four wide receivers with a hundred yards receiving. He th- Sanders throws for 510 yards, but what's, so what's, what's hard is I'm sitting there watching that game and I find myself doing this with Nebraska. I'm like, just, I mean, this could, Dion can, how come he can do this in yeah. year one and they can look so polished and we're sitting here trying to tell ourselves it's going to take years and years and years. And why does it have to be like that? So that was the bad of it. But then the good of it is what you just said. It's like, now I think this Colorado doing what they did sets this game up perfect for Nebraska. Yeah. Where you went, this went from like a, you can't lose this game. You can't go to Colorado and lose to now. Like everybody's picking against you. Like you said, and this would be a great win. One of the things you and I've talked about is like, over the years, just in particular, the Frost era, they've never been able to get, like, momentum. They've never had that, like, d- that program-changing win, whether it was Michigan in 2021 or Ohio State in year one. Like, that big win. I'm not just saying this would be compared to
1: that, but, like, I don't know. This would be a big win. Just because it's a national stage game. Like, we right. have not been able to win the national stage. Any sort of marquee win with the country watching and people are going to be watching because oh, cool. Dion has stole he has captured he has captured the imagination of the college football nation. He
0: and got and, and he's transcended into like Skip Bayless and Stephen A. Yeah. Smith and Nick Wright and Colin Cow Ka- like they're leading their shows talking about Colorado and Dion. Yeah. So he has he's not just captivated the college football world. Like he has captivated the sports world. Yep. And this is going to be, this TV number is going to be massive because not only is it, this would be a big TV number if Colorado was playing Indiana, but it's Colorado, Nebraska old rivals. And this, so I just think this sets up were you yeah would you have i don't know on one hand were you kind of like oh my god colorado's good this game's going to be a a a, yeah. a slog now sure but this this also creates like an a really good opportunity for rural nebraska
1: it's now an opportunity it was almost like uh he could almost view it as like a burden before the season because now because they, they were expecting us to win uh in a tough environment And now it's the opposite. They expect us to lose. And there's all this hype and attention on it. Right. So all we can do is look good from this point on. Cause like nobody's nobody right now seems to care about us because we just are doing what we've been doing, which is lose and lose clothes. And people are like, don't understand jokes. We don't understand it. Right. So this is an opportunity. It's an opportunity to steal some spotlight. We can steal Dion spotlight. We can bring some, if we win this game, this is a recruiting battle win because if Dion kicks our butt, everybody in the country is going to start going, we're going to really consider going to play for Dion in Colorado. Yes. You know, I mean, you know, the pull he has for, uh, you know, so many kids in America. Cause he's Dion. He's like, he's like, you know, he's an idol to so many. Right. So, but this, if we could, if we could go win this one, the officer Matt rule looks like he's a man, like he's mm-hmm. a, he's a contender. So this is just – it's a straight-up opportunity. Now, is our team ready to go take it? I don't know. Yeah, well, a couple of things. So it's interesting.
0: We talked about how Nebraska was – they were like anywhere from a 7 to I – th- I think I saw some places that had Nebraska as like an 8 or 8.5-point eight favorite heading into the season yeah. over Colorado. It's pretty remarkable for a line to move so much after one game. Now Colorado, I've seen five. I checked Bet Online before we turned on the mics here. Colorado was favored by three, so that's a lot. Like it's one thing from to just go from one team favored to the other team favored. Eleven points, eleven point swing, swing. and in some ways, and I don't know if like this is like a thing that I create in my head or not, but like does considering how both teams looked. Does Colorado being minus three almost strike you as a line that's Vegas is begging you to bet Colorado? Me- meaning, like, go ahead and bet, yeah. go ahead, and, go ahead and drink the the prime Kool Aid and and bet Colorado here. I think so. I mean, because I got enough, I got some. Because how about this, Dave Mason of Bet Online? He tweeted this yesterday. So we're we're taping this. It's Wednesday night. He he tweeted that based on how the volume of bets that are coming in, said he'll be shocked if the Colorado game is not the biggest bet college football regular season game in the history of bet online. Wow. There's more cash on Colorado to cover. Again, this was Tuesday. Okay. This is just as of Tuesday. More cash on Colorado to cover the spread than the spread of all 32 NFL teams. Whoo!
1: So a couple there's going to be a couple people watching this game so geez. that's what I was gonna also I was also going <gasps> to say
0: people watch what they bet. This game's television number is going to be wow. insane. Wow. Insane. But Colorado's favored by 3 on bet online with a total of
1: 59 and a half. Wow. So so yeah, this is going to be interesting man. This is like Oh yeah, this is getting bigger by the second. You, know? you are not lying. I, so, let me back up for a second though. Like, what do you think of Dion? Like, what what do you think of Coach I Prime and Dion? The, like, I love you, Dion as the as a guy. Like, he's one of them, you know. How do you not love Dion? You right. if, if you could, he's the he's like the perfect cornerback that's ever existed. He's such a great athlete. He's such a fun, you know, uplifting guy. Now I. I just don't love his strategy is is sort of and I don't know that he's wrong for doing it. I just think it's it's like the worst place college football can go to where you're just like it becomes like the pros. Mm It becomes like he's he's maybe the only guy that's not pretending to do it a certain way. He's just like doing it. Maybe people will give him credit for it. I just think it's not a good precedent to set is sort of that like. It's it's to me it's like it's lost some of the whatever the 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 college aspect of it. It just doesn't even feel like that even like it, does he even talk about academics? I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah, no. It doesn't I mean, seem to be any anywhere in his realm. And maybe that's maybe he's just being more honest than everybody else. Yeah, but, he probably
0: is. You but, know, but, of what this is. But
1: but to me it's like it's just a signal of the path that we're going down. Especially now that he's going to have success. I think there's a lot of people maybe myself included. I didn't really want to work for him simply because I'm like, I, I wanted the game to go kind of the other direction. And now it feels like it's going towards like maybe the worst possible he, direction or something. Yeah. It's just like the direction of like nothing about school, the the school and the university and the college matters. It's just like, I can get guys players money. It's just like, it feels more like that on the surface to me. Yeah, And you don't know until you're in Dion's room, but like, it feels very like that to me. he,
0: I go back and forth with Dion. I mean, first of all, I don't know how, like, I don't know if I've ever met anybody that doesn't love Dion Sanders as a player. Like, yeah. I mean, he was unbelievably fun to watch play, but there are, there are times that I feel like Dion sometimes is like a walking contradiction. Like if you listen to him talk, he preaches this like old school way. And then like, he like there's, there's been little videos released where he's made guys kicked him out of the weight room for wearing, the wrong shirt or wearing, a th- like wearing different things. You can't have earrings or a chain or whatever. And it's like your prime time. Yeah. Like I, sometimes if I could ever ask Dion a question, I'd be like, could you have played for you?
1: See, I didn't realize he was doing that. Yeah. So, so it's like, that's like, he he preaches all this stuff, but
0: then he has a camera on him everywhere he goes. He's got the shades, the cowboy hat or the, all this
1: stuff. And it's, it's all like a, a show. Yeah, and that's, but, and that's and I think that's the other part. Like, I'm happy that Dion, but that's very not me. I'm the I'm the I'm that's anti me. I'm not right. I'm not the I don't want a camera on me all day. And he yes, and he has camera the, on him all the time. Yeah,
0: you know, and you know his his pregame speeches are. Have you heard his some of his pregame? Did you hear his pregame speech before the? No, I did not. Okay, we might have to almost we might have to put the.
1: The headphones the on
0: headphones back on if you didn't hear the his pregame speech no i did not because it was uh it was pretty electric like because he he has so here we go let's yeah. we'll, we'll put these back on here so this is dion before before the tcu game okay let me we're gonna have to back it up here
1: because it's not about them you can watch it this is about us this has nothing to do with the team that's opposing us. This is about us. This ain't got nothing to do with the naysayers, the, the unbelievers, the haters, the doubters. This is about us. When we started this journey, we told you it was going to be trying. It was going to be tough. But you endure it because it's about us. That man next to you is a miracle. That man next to you is a believer. That man next to you is a go-getter. That man next to you is a dog. That man next to you is somebody who won't this day. That man next to you is somebody who believes. That man next to you is somebody that gots to have it today. Thanks, we ain't got tomorrow. We got now. Yeah. We ain't got next. Hey. We got now. We, got now. Yeah. We,
0: got now. Yeah. we ain't coming no
1: more. We ain't coming no more. Give me
0: my thing music. And that's how it goes. <laughs> I'll tell you what.
1: That's pretty good.
0: <laughs> he is a... Wow, that's pretty good. He is a captivating, captivating locker
1: room. I mean, is that not... That's really good. That's really good, that's right? really good. And, Nick, I mean, think even think about this. This is an, essentially a Nebraska football show and we are talking about the everybody's talking because he's captivating he's a captivating he dude is. so that's
0: where like i there are moments i i I've, i i kind of cringe watching him at, over like i don't love how he ran 60 guys off and all that stuff and how he was with all that all, all that but then there the way he does stuff like that and like how, like it's pretty cool but the the thing that is so interesting is like the importance of believing yeah And that's what makes that Minnesota game so frustrating was like those Colorado guys went out there and they were buying into Deion. I mean, that's before the game, right? And they go out there and they play and perform and they win. He's got all those guys completely believing every single thing that guy is telling him and buying into everything that he's telling them. And that's what's frustrating about how that Minnesota game unfolded. But you go in... This game, you're gonna have, you're gonna pour gasoline on that belief for Nebraska with
1: rule too. Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, but I just, I don't know. You know the, maybe the maybe Dion's number one quality as a head coach is he gives people confidence. I think I think you could say the same thing as a player. If he's on your team, God, you're confident because yeah. he's so over the top confident. It's infectious. And it it's really genuine.
0: Is. He is the most genuinely confident. He's one of the most genuinely confident. It's like him, Jordan,
1: Tiger. Because he's better than everybody. He was like, just better. He was just better than everybody. I mean, Nick, he played pro baseball and pro football yes. in the same week. Right. He's freaking confident. So I think that's that's the the big takeaway I had from him was not watching his behind-the-scenes stuff you know, missing the game, but just my, like my Dion impressions that I've gotten is like one from just knowing Dion is people are confident when they're around Dion. He makes you confident. And two, I got this from urban Meyer. He said it before. And he said, during the Nebraska show, he said the Nebraska game, he said, I went and saw those Colorado coaches and play. Like he goes, they're good. They're good coaches. They're good players. Like urban Meyer gave his little stamp during that Nebraska yes. game. And I kind of went, God, that's two times he said that now. Yes. And and that's why when everybody was hating on him, I was like, I remember thinking Urban Meyer said he thought they were, they were doing pretty good. I go, that's, that's a, Urban wouldn't say that. Unless yeah. If he, he didn't really pretty, believe it, if he was pretty certain that like they're doing some things right. Now. Right. I
0: mean, it's. Cause in some ways, like all it takes is for you to see something unfold for it to become obvious of like oh well everybody should have saw should have saw this like Travis Hunter was the number one player in the country two years ago. Shador Sanders was like a a a top 50 recruit top 70 recruit like he had major offers. Dylan Edwards their running back was committed to Notre Dame and a high profile recruit like as you brought up earlier in our conversation here and even to start our game recap pod in our last podcast for the Minnesota game is like you, you posed the question of like, does Nebraska have an elite player? Yeah. And in some ways, the only difference between Nebraska and Colorado is they have for sure three elite players. Yeah. And like you pointed out, it's really like four because Hunter goes both ways. <laughs> and if you, if you want to, what came, what was the difference in that
1: TCU game was like those quarterback, running back, wide receiver probably wins us that game against Minnesota. Yeah. I guarantee you it does. Yes. So this is the here's what's interesting about this game. Colorado came out against TCU and they balled out. They scored a lot of points. Um they gave up a good amount of points, mm-hmm. but TCU played their game. Spread it out, throw yeah. it up tempo. Nebraska has an opportunity to play a grindy game against a team who I don't know how good their lines are. Yes. Right? Yeah, like I don't know. I know they got some good, they got some good skill guys. So this is an opportunity to sort of to set a tone on how to win a game against a more quote unquote talented, explosive team. Right. Because this offense of theirs is more than ours, right? But this is an opportunity. We don't know what their lines are made of, and we don't know like how will they handle a game that's like Man, what what if we held the ball – how Minnesota held it on us? Like, mm-hmm. what if we gave a first half to them where, you know, Sanders and, and Hunter and these guys and Edwards, they get one drive. How much rhythm are they going to have? How much – how explosive are they going to be with one drive a quarter or something like that, right. right? That's the type of game that I think if we can play, we can go in there and win this game. Oh, for sure. For sure. Because I don't know what they are as a line, and I don't know – You know, they're confident, but TCU played that. The game they want to play is that game.
0: I think so. What you're getting at is, to me, the most fascinating thing about this game, this matchup, and how, to me, the game plan is really obvious. I'm going to tell you. We're going to get more into that in a second. But first, got to tell you about Pella windows and doors. I've told you. They're doing work on my house. They're gonna put a front door, a new bay window in. My wife is pumped. My wife is now best friends with Debbie. They are just their BFFs. They're they're they've been like lockstep, making this whole process easy. When you're way out of your element with this stuff, the showroom is fantastic. The showrooms in Lincoln and in Omaha. Sometimes it helps to actually like feel the door, feel the window, open it, close it to know what you're installing into your home. You can schedule your free. It's free in-home consultation. You get a Pella expert out to your house. They'll be able to take a look at everything, give you some options on what you do. They just make the whole process you easy. Think,
1: you think they'd put windows in my new house? I think I, actually, I, I was going to say, would they do it? I would love maybe
0: it. Well, you need, to lo- you need to go to PellaOmaha.com. Do that right now. Just go to PellaOmaha.com and make going. that up. It's got your free in-home consultation. That's PellaOmaha.com. Putting windows in my house and soon to be uh, Bo Root's house as well. Okay. You had a great little appetizer to set up this game. I think this game, what's fascinating about it is everything that you brought up and that, like, in some ways, TCU was the perfect matchup. not saying, I mean, TCU was good. They were in the title game last year, right? They're top 25 team. But in some ways, TCU played stylistically a way that was a good matchup for Colorado. It was basically a seven-on-seven game where they wanted a scoring contest, all those kinds of things. Nebraska is naturally built in a way to give Colorado issues like the, the blueprint on how to beat Colorado is a little bit of how Nebraska kind of wants to play. So don't you feel like the game plan is painfully simple, like offensively run the ball, huddle up, take your time in the huddle. Don't get a delay a game, but take your time in the huddle break the huddle about 15 snap the ball with about 2 or 3 seconds on the the play clock yeah. then huddle up and do that all over again and, and keep yeah Sanders Quby, and Edwards
1: and Hunter QB be runs yes. hand it off hand boot quick like use your tight ends right. like get Fedoni get Walker get those guys in the in the passing game and grind it out just slow grind them and see what they see what they are made of if you run it on them for four quarters yeah and keep the ball away from those skill guys i mean uh, you know sanders had 47 attempts last year uh, last game it's a lot of throws yes right like w- you know and
0: and they play fast that's something you maybe didn't get a chance to see but just watching the highlights both they are like their tempo especially early in the game that they, they they yeah. really get up to the line and they are going. Yeah.
1: And so doesn't TCU play a 3-3-5? He did. Yep. So that's going to be an interesting to see how we play, um, especially like how how much man we're going to do on these receivers, how much we're going to be pressing up on these guys um, versus, you know, sort of dropping back and keeping everybody in front of us. Um I'm interested to see that because to me, it's like, if we're going to be chasing guys and being, you know, in people's faces, hugging hips, you know, versus like we're dropping back and keeping people underneath and, you know, giving the short stuff and coming right. up and tackling, it's a little bit different, uh, mindset. So I, I, I'm curious to see what they do here because, um, with these teams that want to go fast and they want to freaking just get you wide and throw and get you in space what do you think
0: i mean you you were you had to go against some of the early big 12 kind of like air raid stuff this is a little bit like that what do you feel like is the best way it's
1: a little different it's a little different era so i I don't know if it's totally comparable but you know you do have to match to a degree right like what do you mean you have to match routes right you can't just totally you can't just play zone Mm -hmm. you can't just drop into zone you got to match so it's either like a zone match Or you gotta like man up some. Like Mm -hmm. man, because a true man is like where you are, but then you you know, if you got a good quarterback and you're man, like then it's then then it can get dicey too. So uh, there's no perfect coverage, it's just how aggressive are we gonna be? How much are we pressing up on these guys? Right. It'll be it.
0: The one thing I will say is that I I I thought the secondary played well for Nebraska. And if you're I would say that the secondary is the strength of the of the team probably for Nebraska. Um but yeah, I Sanders looked like the kind of guy that if you give him time, he's accurate, he's smart. So, so I don't know how much they're gonna try to get after him. He doesn't wanna run. Um, you would he he's not one of those guys that necessarily wants to to climb the yeah. pocket and go run. He's not
1: one of those He's training with Tom Brady. He wants yeah. to he wants to be Tom Brady, he that, wants to that, stay in the pocket that, and that's what it tells me is that's what he wants to do. And it's I mean that's that's how you have a career, too. He's, he's got a, well, his, his dad knows the game. He's probably telling the son, you don't want to be that guy. You want to be Brady. You know, right. Because he says, Brady, he says, Lamar Jackson, he's going to have a shorter career. Tom Brady, he's like, that guy went for 20 Well, years. you
0: could just see, I, I was blown away at Sanders' command and control and, like, just his poise and comfort of just, like, it was unbelievable yeah. watching him operate in the pocket the other day. So part of me feels like if you let him – just sit comfortable he's gonna pick you apart uh i also think as we talk about all the time like your success on fir- those those up tempo teams their success on first down is huge like if you can get them off schedule on first down and get them into second and long and third and long yeah is it's it's really important because usually that tempo it's like all they gotta do is get one first down and then it really kind of like snowballs on you um but Go back to the offense for a second. I mean, I think one of the things that... This is a game that I don't care what plan or thought you have on it. We've talked about this a ton. This is a game that you can't save Jeff Sims. If you got to run Jeff Sims 20 to 25 times in this game, you do it. Do it. And that's what I think they need to do. I think he's got to be a... the focal point of the game plan running him
1: well you know we're down on receivers right now so Isaiah yeah Garcia
0: Castaneda is yeah. out with an ACL so a so a depleted wide receiver situation got even more one of the three top three receivers yeah you have Kemp Washington and Garcia Castaneda yeah so now I mean it is it is a code red at the receiver spot, not to mention you have a, a turnover prone quarterback. At, yeah. With so you, Sims. you
1: got Jalen Lloyd and, and, and Malachi Coleman. There's, they're, they're going to have to play this year. Now, yes. those two guys are freshmen. They're probably not ready and they're going to need time. And to me, the way you buy them time is Jeff Sims is going to have to run more. Yeah. And you're gonna have to use your tight ends more. Both those tight ends need to be in the game. What more. happened with like, it's
0: just, it was so interesting how Billy Kemp didn't catch a single ball. J Rule said he was the first read on nine different plays. Yeah. And he, he, had, he didn't get it, but they threw a pick overthrowing him. They threw it to Tommy Pickles going down the middle. <laughs> he was Tommy Pickles going over the middle. Uh, uh then he had the RPO that he was running wide open. They got deflected at the at the, the second level. Tommy Pickles trying to get his Angelica game ready. Right.
1: <laughs> No, he got, he <laughs> this
0: is, say stiff is getting your boy feeling pretty yeah, nice yeah, these yeah. days. Um, say stave to everybody out there. All right, say a little stiff. Oh yeah. But I don't. It's for like Billy Kemp. I can't believe do that zero. You didn't zero have a catch.
1: Just no catches. Pedoni, no catches. You gotta get you got. I don't. I think our tight end. To me, I I saw like I have a feeling about our tight ends. Those guys, I think, are like if you look at Billy Kemp and you look at. Bola, can you look at Isaiah Garcia Castaneda? Like those guys on the national level, you put like where they stack up, like athleticism, skill wise, our receivers are below average. Yeah. I'd say you put your tight ends and you go, those guys are above average athletes mm-hmm. at that position. To me, I go, that, that, I think those guys need to be more of a focal point. Like, let's not like force the ball to, freshmen and guys that aren't maybe are necessarily our best players we got to find a way to fit the offense to our best talent which is i think the tight end we need to make and to me that means boots like boots and things to get the tight end like iowa does a great job of that they use their tight ends in that boot package and those guys are getting multiple catches every single game especially in big situations and they're big bodies and it's harder to overthrow them. It's mm-hmm. harder. You can make more mistakes because they got longer limbs. They're, you know, Fedoni's got that wingspan. Like, let's see. How, let's see him use it once. I agree. It just seems like it all fits. Like you're you're depleted at the wide receiver spot.
0: Sims, it gets a little locked in on his on his targets. Yeah, he does. He has been turnover prone with interceptions his whole career. He can run. You're playing a team whose offense is electric and you want to keep them on the sidelines. Like, it just, it, the game plan
1: writes itself, right? Like, yeah. just. Colorado should know exactly what we're going to yes. do. And And uh, we should know exactly what we're going to do. And it's the same thing, but can you do it? That's right. what we have to do. We have to be willing to do it. Uh, and, you know, sprinkle in a couple of, you know, unique facets to doing that. Right. It can't be. Yeah. You got to have some little, you're, and that's, that's what, that's where the offensive coordinator's job is. It's like, yeah. okay, new blocking technique in these base kind of packages, that, right. the same philosophy. But, you know, I just think you look at Billy Kemp and I think we need to get him the ball, but not in the seam or, you know, like not in traffic because he's too, he's not a big guy. Like you need the big body guys in the, in the positions where I think it's up high down the field or, you know, like Billy camp needs to be working in space and he needs to be thrown to when it's open, let him run. Like he's just not a big enough body to be like this Yeah, in traffic over the middle. Yeah. yeah. Like throwing him up the seam. That's I don't want it's same. It's like the Wandale thing. It's like, it, it leads to like, these little guys you throw to in certain areas of the field, it's like you put the ball at risk almost. Yeah.
0: And and the other thing too, that'll be interesting with this game is like, I remember when, before Nebraska joined the big 10 and maybe even the first couple of years of the big 10, I did always kind of, I fought and rolled my eyes at like the big 10 physicality and, and it's a trenches. It's different in this league yeah. and, and all those things. But like now that, that, being immersed in this conference for over 10 years and watching it like it is different, man. It's a different league. And I now look at conferences like the big 12 and I'm like, "Mm," like you watch that game, the TCU Colorado game. I mean the tackling, the physicality, it's just night and day. And so it'll be very interesting to see if, although rules in year one, like this is a big 10 roster. Like if they can come into Boulder
1: and like kind of bully them. I would like to see him try. I'd like to see him try. I, I still don't know that we have we have that uh you know, like we've brought in the fullback, but like I didn't see us like pounding people. Um no. I don't think we have a fullback that's that guy yet. I think that's that's gonna be something down the road. We we're gonna have to find like you know, Lorenzo Neal, you know, like a Macavica, uh, right? A like Schlesinger. A Schlesinger is, you know, we we watch, we almost bow uh, down to it. Ever since you
0: told me that story of Schlesinger on the opening kickoff in the 94 Orange Bowl against Miami, where he, people should go watch that, right? O- opening kickoff. It was in Husker
1: he, Classics, yeah. Husker Classics, we yeah.
0: talked about that. He, he KO'd
1: a guy. Knocked him out in the opening, the opening <laughs> kickoff of, he, he was the, like, the up-back blocker. KO's a guy and, like, you know, it's like, then off the whole to, Miami off to like, a national championship. You know, it's like that. That's the sort of those kind of guys in a position like a fullback, right? They that's how you change a game as a fullback. And we need a couple of those type of guys. Yeah. If we're gonna be a power football right. team, if we're gonna So I don't know, I know 10, I don't just, I don't know if we're there yet. Right, because
0: just because you play in the Big Ten doesn't necessarily make you that. But you know but, what I mean? So the but, question
1: is 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 Colorado have they dealt with that at all in the big the Big 12. I just don't know that they have. Them. I
0: don't think they really have. And the reality is, Nebraska did go against a, I mean, Minnesota's kind of like the, uh, a, a Big 10, Big 10 team, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Like they're big, they want to run the ball, and they went on the road and kind of won. I mean, I would say they won the trenches. Nebraska did. I'd say they did.
1: And I'd say they did. They ran, we ran the trenches. Well, did.
0: yeah. And so it's just this game, like there are elements of this game where you see the the matchup of being like, I, I could you know like okay Nebraska they come in there they could bully them control the line of scrimmage control the clock run Sims uh, keep those keep Sanders and Edwards and those guys on the sidelines could milk the clock like that's how this game's got to be if this game what's the number that if this game gets over. X amount of points, it's just like no. Nah.
1: Cause that's the, the scary I, thing. I can't see I can't see us winning this game if Colorado scores more than that's what I'm, 24.
0: Yeah. I So agree. we're not
1: winning 32 thirty two to twenty eight. Yes. I think it's either we win twenty four to seven Couldn't agree or more. we're gonna get it's going to be a shootout that they'll win. Couldn't couldn't agree more.
0: This is game, like I look at that total being 59 and a half, like it better be under.
1: Yeah, I take the
0: under. If it, if it's if it's over that, it ain't happening.
1: I, I mean, that, I I I think I, that line will move down and I think it'll be interesting to see if that Colorado minus 3 moves back towards Nebraska. I don't know. I, because that's a that's a big, I mean, that's 8 point. We talked that's 11 point swing.
0: That's a lot of points. And so yeah. I just I, to me to me I'll be very curious to see how much they run Sims. To me, it's painfully obvious, like that, th- he's the only way they can move the ball. And in this game, he's gotta be he he's gotta be toting that thing a bunch.
1: Well, and you could say, you know, to start the year on all our schedules, the biggest game of the year was Minnesota.
0: Isn't it funny I know it's like now the next game? But the- but
1: that the truth of it is, is now nobody could have predicted. The the rise of Colorado in one week, one the rise week in in whatever has happened at Colorado is un it's it's a kind of amazing. It's
0: unbelievable. It's why it's why Dion. It's why we always said like you know whatever what's LeBron make like LeBron whatever LeBron makes he's no, no, he's no. unbelievably underpaid. Yeah. Like whatever Dion's making, he's unbelievably underpaid. You could like th- just him being there. I think it got them back into the Big Twelve. Right, yeah. like you know, so yeah, so yeah, because that's what we're talking. About. Like they're a Big Twelve team, they're a Pac Twelve team right now. They're gonna be a Big Twelve team. Yeah, um, but same thing, Pac Twelve and Big Twelve are very similar to me in that in in those regards. they
1: Their Pac Twelve, yeah,
0: I, I know, right? But I'm saying they're going back to the Big Twelve. It got yeah. them an invite. It's got them on Big Noon kickoff to start. I mean, think about that. Yeah. Colorado's one and eleven last year, and they have the prime Fox schedulers sat in a room, and they probably had the first pick. They're like. We'll take Colorado first two weeks of the season. Think about that. So, without so,
1: De- so it's like, so think about this though. So think about this. You say Dion's underpaid. I would probably say, agree. I don't know. What is he making? he making this year?
0: Not enough.com.
1: Well, I know, but I mean, he, I don't know if he's making more than Matt rule. I don't think he is. I don't doubt he is. Right. So you're Colorado. You're making what? Six. Dion's making five and a half mil, five and a half. Okay. If he wins a few more games at Colorado, I mean, Nick, he somebody's going to throw a Oh, big, SEC teams. Come they're going to gonna get throw a big bag of money at him after one year. I wouldn't doubt in year one. Oh, well,
0: Colorado. Yeah. Like, like I was Colorado, excited, but also like uh, we're losing this guy.
1: Yeah. So that's the interesting part about this whole thing is this is might sound insane. It went from everybody didn't think Dion was going to get it done and D was going to fail to, you know, one week. It's like he might be leaving colorado <laughs> yes, easy. that's how much has changed but but let's say maybe reality is nebraska walks in and steals one from them and then it brings everybody back down to earth or right
0: something. right it, it just this would be this would be an, a, a really big win you beat your rival you beat your rival and what's cool is even Dion and shador sanders have talked about like we, you know, this this game—it's personal. In Nowhere in red, red, all that stuff. Yeah. So they're embracing it, which is great. Uh, the atmosphere is going to be electric. I, you go in there and you win that game. The, th- you would so much rather win this game than we the missed. Minnesota game because no, even though it's a conference game, that we, you're,
1: we couldn't have predicted that this game is going to have the eyeball. This the kind best. of situation—it's kind of amazing. So it's, I. I mean, like I say, sell it out, sell out, run Jeff Sims 20 times, grind that clock out, play our game, get a signature win, Matt Rule. Right. Get a signature win for this program for the fan base. I mean, good God, people would, people would be so, because then we could go, we have two home games. Two more winnable games in Michigan. Three in a row. Right. Nick, we get three in a row if we could win this game. Because this, so Colorado's in the top 25.
0: Nebraska's lost 21 straight games against ranked opponents. Their last ranked opponent victory was against Oregon
1: in 2016. I just think also we have the national TV factor, like that's been our biggest downside. Like if it's the big a, stages, it's like the big the bigger stage, the stage, the bigger the yeah. So the pantsing, I, I'm not getting my hopes up because of that, but I actually see this game as teed up for us to 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 steal it. I always feel the, the glory in this
0: I, I always wonder what it's like too for the rival, you know, like Shadur Sanders and those guys are talking about the rivalry, but it's like, it's interesting how, like, it, the rivalry was easy for you to understand because you and I probably went to like the 94 Colorado game together. And we like, went, to, yeah, and we,
1: we you saw a one mean, at Colorado and their fans were jerks. Like, yeah, we, we were never out of that. Like, right. my whole career, I was never out of it. It is, it's harder, I think, for the kids now because, like, I mean, even if you're Colorado, like, do they talk about the nobody they weren't allowed to wear red right in on their in their campus facilities for 30 years. Nick. Right. So for 30 years, you were not allowed to wear red. You had one focus. Their focus was Nebraska. Their focus was we're going to make the, our thing is that we're coming after you. That was their thing. Mm-hmm. Our thing was like Oklahoma when the big t- we had whole we had lots of things. They had one thing, Nebraska, their whole thing became that. And their coach bet his career on it. And it was a good bet because mm-hmm. it actually brought them to national prominence. But Colorado now doesn't know that. They don't still do That's that. That's
0: just so. Ins- it's just uh, it'll be. It's interesting how that is. Like the fan bases still feel it. The older, the older fans. The older do. fans do. Um, the only thing I can relate it to is like. When I went to Kansas, I quickly learned, and now you know they don't play each other. Now they're starting to renew the rivalry, but like the Missouri rivalry, like yeah. you could feel it, you know, and yeah, like yeah. you, you, you immediately get, uh, in you know, indoctrin, indoctrinated. Is that I don't know if that's right. Like you, you immediately get get into that world so those guys a lot of people are gonna have to kind of get into that mode like and, th- and that's what there's one thing i like about rule is he he respects the past He always brings it up so like and so does Dion. like both those guys i think you're gonna do a good job this week getting their teams ready because as you know like that game's different like when you yeah. play a rival there's just a different the air is different the vibe in the in the arena or stadium's different like you gotta get mentally ready for it
1: I'll tell you what, too. Because I, I, now we're talking about, like, that that game, the 05, you know, I don't want to say, it may be my favorite game I ever played in my life because yeah. it is a cool place to play. Yeah. Because it's up in the mountains. They got that, yeah, that the big yeah, like, flat, the big flat end uh, zone. Asphalt end yeah. zone. I just remember, like, walking over there and sitting on that before the game, and it was a really nice day, and I was just like, it was a great place to play. You know, it was, you the knew res- it would be a hostile environment. It was a restore I love playing. The order. I, in some ways, I'd rather
0: play. I'd rather silence the crowd than like make the crowd roar. I love, oh. si- there's nothing better than silencing. But, but a our crowd.
1: fans always show up there. Yeah, so we so, yeah, they yeah, always right. try to keep us out. They always try to not sell tickets to us, but right. we always fill like half the stadium. Right. Um, But I remember, so that was the game, you know, that was to restore the order. We were up in the stands after the game in our shirts. And I always tell the story because my buddies, you know, the, the, we're on the team. We we loved this this night so much. We came right to the air from the airport, straight to the bar, straight to the bar, straight yeah. to the rail. Yeah. And we were wearing our like our we just had our warm ups and our restore the order shirts. And people were offering us hundreds of dollars for the shirt. <laughs> They're like, great, I'll yeah. pay you a hundred yeah. bucks for the shirt. And we're like, No way, my it's man. Priceless. This yeah. and so like we all kept the shirts, and we were, like I said it was it was one of the funnest nights ever because it was a. Signature win. And you beat your rival. We beat our rival, and it was Colorado at Colorado. It was right. Joel Clatt. Yep. It was the buffs who, you know what? They were getting full of themselves. They beat us a few times. And it, that was a really satisfying win. For yeah. Us. Yeah.
0: I mean, it's just, obviously, I remember the 94 game at home. uh I remember, if I'm not mistaken, in 97, I thought it was 97, Amon Green took the first play from scrimmage to the house. Yep. Uh, of course then you go into the 2000s even when the rivalry like i mean you have that game the restore the order game you have alex henry's 57 yard field goal which then the best then then the ensuing drive sue gets the touchdown and he high steps in there and you he know just,
1: he just i mean molly <laughs> <lolly-wops> the <laughs> yeah. quarterback
0: stiff-armed him into He's the just,
1: get off me you dirty <laughs> yeah. dog yeah it was great uh, so there's
0: been some good, and unfortunately, the last you know Nebraska blows the 17 point lead in 20, 2019. Nebraska in year one of Frost should have won that game and lost. Got the
1: got the late pass interference targeting. Yes, I mean that was just killer, just killer, right? Martinez, Major, Martinez hurts his, his knee, gets at the his end leg of the game. twisted, cheap yeah. shotted. right? That was bull. I mean,
0: so I think I think both coaches will do a good job getting both teams ready for the rivalry. But the yeah. reality is, you got to kind of coach them into like, hey, you hate. You, you hate them a little more because they're your rival, like there's a little bit of that going on. yeah, you have to teach, you have to teach You have them to about teach, it. you have to teach that they don't' kind of unique yeah. uh, but I mean, it's just hard because like I do think on one hand, I sit here and as we have to give a prediction. I, it's you can see how Nebraska wins this game. I just don't trust Nebraska's offense enough. I don't trust Jeff Sims enough, I don't think at this point. Where and, and the hard part is that Nebraska, I think, is going to can't score, and the one thing Colorado do is is they can score. So I lean towards, you know, 30, 35 to 24, 21 in that area, where it's kind of like it's close see, for a see, while. I, I,
1: a part of me is wondering about this Colorado team as much as I am wondering about Nebraska, what's our offense, right? I don't know what we are yet. But this Colorado team has been crowned. Yeah. And it's premature. So I would say, for me, I think psychologically, they're probably full of themselves now. And this week, I'm guessing they're not going to be focusing like they would if they were just like, we got to get our first win. Or like, they may have had the greatest week of their lives. In terms of like, Everybody wants to talk to you. How many interviews can we do? Everybody's patting you on the back. And that's usually the, the worst thing that can happen to a football team. It really is. Yeah. A good coach will smack them down quickly and, and let them, you know, like that was what Belichick's greatest, like he was the master at every week. He, he put you back in your place. Yeah. Tom Brady included like every single week he did that. Will Dion be able to do that to this team? cuz you
0: heard his you heard his pregame speech non believers yeah. everybody you know he he was playing the card nobody believes in us nobody believes in us nobody believes in us everybody's doubting you everybody's a doubter everybody's doubting you well you can't play that card like everything changes now so your whole <laughs> motivational tactic your messaging to the team all that stuff has to change yeah and to your to what you're saying, it's going to be interesting to see how they how Colorado
1: handles that. Yeah, I I think maybe our biggest edge is that.
0: And is- and then conversely, everybody's Nebraska. It's all like Nebraska is going to have no shortage of bulletin board material. Yeah, everybody they can literally say every no one. Everybody's doubting you. I mean here Keyshawn mm-hmm. Johnson saying Nebraska sorry, and Rich Eisen I think said is going to gonna beat colorado's gonna beat nebraska back into the homestead act was his was which is
1: <laughs> as a as a That's as a library
0: good. history buff bo Rude. <laughs> you you love, like
1: it rich it's pretty uh, good
0: it's like when homer went that, to college it was like out with the new out with the old and in with the nucleus like the joke of the side <laughs> landing with you being a history guy but so everybody's not only like doubting but they're like they're kind of like making fun of Nebraska.
1: That's because we, I mean, we have not done anything to, uh, to like combat that though. Like we have, we have basically embarrassed ourselves in the national stage for 15 years. Yeah. So we, I mean, I don't even care if they say it because we need to do something about it. And this is an opportunity. Once again, that you only get so many opportunities before it's just like the opportunities are gone. So like to me,
0: this would be a huge opportunity, this it, man. This would be take
1: it. This is not the like. It's not necessarily like the 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 program changer, but it would be a, a big little I mean, step in the right direction.
0: It would be yeah. I'm not saying it's it's you know you talked about the 05 game being a, a yeah. You got to like, get you, you got to get, get to the point where two, it really yeah. That took it.
1: that took like two full years to
0: get to where you where had You're it.
1: like okay, we've but we we won. But there are this probably games, games
0: on that journey that that helped propel you closer to that. Yeah, and this would be a. Big step again, like but Nebraska's not won beat a ranked team since 2016. 21 straight games, yeah. and this would be as big of a stage as maybe any of them. Yeah. And so th- this is a and your rival and it's Dion. Again, picture right now Prime having to walk to center to the 50-yard line and shake Matt Rule's hand after Rule Nebraska just beat him.
1: Dude, there, here's the thing: this is there's Colorado and Nebraska right in the center of the freaking country. They're the two best programs right in the, the smack middle, right? In the yeah. upper, you know, the Great Plains up into the west. That's that's us. And everything else good is pretty much south. And so like this is a recruiting battle game, right? So there's a lot of recruits we usually pull out of Colorado. We usually take like a lineman and a linebacker and a safety or something. Their best three like two or three players. We usually Kenny get. Bell
0: isn't Kenny Bell from Colorado. Yeah. He, yeah, mean, we take we always, My man we Kenny always have Bale. taken
1: a good player or two out of Colorado and the, on the national recruiting scene, Dion's got the juice right now. Oh, you ain't lying. We boy. need to, the guy's willing to come this direction. We need to be getting those guys. Yeah. Cause not everybody wants to come to Nebraska or Colorado or, you know, Iowa or Minnesota. So like, we've got to be the premier team in the great Plains in the, you know, the, the yeah. near West. Okay. What's your, what do you. Taking the Huskers, twenty to seven. Twenty to seven. Twenty to seven.
0: Wow. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you right now. If Nebraska holds Shadour Sanders, Travis Hunter, Dylan Edwards, all those dudes, and beyond the seven points, everybody's gonna lose their mind. I just
1: think I think, you, but you think it's more about like it's us. they, they control it the game, muck clock. it up so much, right? Muck it up so much. This needs to be a,
0: a PJ Fleck in COVID the COVID year when they came to Nebraska and they remember that game where they like literally Minnesota did not take a single snap with the play clock above five seconds.
1: Yeah. Like that's gotta be what this is. Yeah. It's like, whatever you, that's what I'm trying to like, I know it's, they, yeah, they could score 45 points and we'll score 28 and it's a blowout, whatever. Like that's a possibility, but the game, I think because the game can play a bunch of ways, it doesn't have to be a high scoring game, but if it's not, we're going to win the low scoring game. That's what I think. Oh, I'd be crunk. I'd, yeah. I'd, I mean, I just
0: think Nebraska is going to try to do that. I just think they're they Are
1: Are we good enough to do
0: it? I I, so I don't know if they're good enough to do it. I don't know if, if they're good enough to do that, Um, which I wrote down a couple of, of names to, to or a couple of things to think about within that game. Keep in mind, Ty Robinson out in the first half. Yep. Sucks. Yep. I hate that rule. That's like stupid. way too punitive. I don't even think, I mean, for someone to get thrown out of a sporting event, like it's got to be egregious and like everybody's like, yeah, that guy's got to go, got to go. If and you
1: then, see a guy booed out of two games now. It's like. So keep that in mind. Henrich, is Henrich going to be back? Yeah. Veteran presence, that will help. He's, help.
0: Now he's not, he's not the most fleet of foot guy, but at the same time he's smart.
1: That's half the battle, though. Sometimes it's like you just need guys to know where they need to be. Right. I'm a huge Nikki Nikki
0: Hendricks yeah. Hendricks fan. Um, say stafe. Hey Nick, say stafe. Say stafe. Say stafe. Say, say what? One say stafe will have you feeling not so safe.
1: So if you have, Hi, I'm
0: Nick Ba. One say <laughs> stafe will make you feel less. If you not lose the Colorado
1: safe. by forty, have a say safe stafe because you're gonna need it.
0: Have a say stafe before the Colorado game. Either way. You won't remember what
1: happened. (laughs) You won't remember a thing. (laughs) What a horrible tagline. (laughs) Okay, Yeah, they don't want that. They don't want that. No,
0: this this is good. Yeah. Boys fight the temptation to open can number two. You know what I'm saying? But 9% out. I mean, like. Appropriately named, say stafe. I like it. I like it a lot. So Henrich coming back. Uh the secondary. It, it, it just those guys, Hartzog, Newsom, Omar Brown. They're gonna play the as game our their boy Willie wrote on Facebook. I really appreciated this after Omar Brown's <laughs> reception. He wrote, because he's bad, bad Omar oh, Brown, baddest man, bad as man <laughs> in the whole damn town. I mean, the secondary isn't like not saying you got a bunch of Nick, Prince is, of Mukamara's out but there, the, but we'll like,
1: find out what they really are. This, Nick, this is the game. It, this is the game. Those dudes
0: are nice. Colorado. dudes are nice. This is
1: a real matchup here. So if, if those guys are what we think they could be, this is their, this is their test yes. because really, you know, it's them and can we get any heat on Sanders? That's the game. Right. And then we muck it up on offense. Get 17 points, we should win. That's the game. But the DBs have to show up. If they can't handle these guys in space, then it's a 45 28 game. Colorado wins.
0: Rank the levels secondary. You want to rank is this a stupid exercise? Position group importance in terms in of their game? performance. Secondary linebackers, D line, O line. Let's just let's just no, let's just go with defense.
1: Rank those three. I think this is the secondary game. Oh. Secondary, D-line, linebacker. Okay. Where wow. normally you probably say D-line. Is Does always... that hurt you as a former linebacker? Uh, <laughs> not really. I don't, I don't
0: care. Um, the, other he, thing, the other thing I wrote down, Uh, I, I can't wait to see... I mean, our beachfront property on Gabe Irvin Island. I mean, I still want to hold on to it and vacation there with you.
1: If they, but, If he doesn't get the rock... Like, what the 20 carries for one time in the the first three games, then it tells me that they don't want to give him the rock. And that's exactly that means that he's that there's something wrong or they don't trust it. Like, there's nobody's ever trusted. So, there's there's something, and that's what I
0: don't understand. Like, there's something about how that game, the carries, how those carries
1: divvied out. Something's weird there. I still think like Gabe Irvin is cursed in like the plays he gets are the ones he's like okay so everyone's not blocking this one right versus like <laughs> we're gonna block now yeah
0: yeah pro right 54 iso Irvin's in wink wink on one So like the and yeah. people are like okay so whiff block is that what we're doing here
1: like he's he always gets like there's either no room or he gets like no carries but
0: i don't understand in that i just hope that Irvin's not like uh not one of those guys that like he does everything so well that you want him to beat. Like he's like a, a symbolic starter. Does that make sense? Like yeah, one yeah. of those guys, I, I'm trying to think of an example of it, but I think, you know what I'm getting at where he's it's like the
1: guy that, that does everything right. So you start him, And then when it gets in crunch time, you go, you go this guy's we want this guy though. It happens. Sometimes. I hope
0: it happens. Sometimes I hope Irvin's not one of those guys because it just makes no sense. How could Gabe Irvin be the starter? How? How can Gabe Irvin be the starter? Win the job. Rule gush about him. Say, this is what he's supposed to look like. I think he's a guy that can, can in the fourth quarter, can, big bruising back, can close out games. Yeah. How does he then not have as many
1: carries as Anthony Grant? But it, it, it to me, it was less about even total carries. Because sometimes, hey, you're on a drive, and that drive, the guy gets carries. Okay. I just feel like he's not being featured. Like, it's not like there's right. no intention to get Gabe Irvin carries. Yes. It's sort of like, Oh, you know, oh, he actually, luckily he got hey, one in this, here you go. this series. You. He was in, and he was the lucky, got the random carry because it's all random. We don't feature back. There, yeah,
0: there's no emphasis on making sure he has the ball.
1: Yeah, we we don't want to pound Gabe Urban. That's not our game plan. It seemed like we have running backs, and who's ever in uh, gets the carry if it falls that way. I just and I go, that, that means I, you're not, That you don't think he's a feature you don't back, but really? Maybe he's not a feature back then yeah because you're not, not featuring him but i
0: think well, i think this is a game where you'll find out about that a little bit so obviously Ger- gabe Irvin's a guy I wrote down the tight ends we've talked about that i want to see a lot of nate boa constrictor and fedoni can we get my guy the ball
1: i i think um, fedoni i have him in canton already No, know you do but nick <laughs> he's got to catch one first before we go to canton just one catch, and then we will go right to
0: camp. I'm ready to be. I'm ready to call. Who's the giant dude that always presents guys with their?
1: You know that giant. You've come a long way. You've made it here. Your friends, your family, your teammates. On behalf, you know, he's he has a spiel, on everybody's. He always says, like, and, ah. you know, and everybody's out. Jimmy Johnson's like
0: crying. You know, like,
1: ah, dang. I want to break he's into the bear of a man, though, isn't he? He's so
0: big, and then he's so heartfelt that people. I think that's also part of it too. It's, this, it's like he's this big grizzly bear, and he's just like, "You've come a long way, haven't you?" Yeah, it's
1: he like, has. He has the spiel. It's he's great. got his
0: whole thing, and you know, football guys are just like, "Yeah,
1: it means a lot."
0: But I want to do that for Fedoni. I'm ready to do that for Fedoni. Let's let him have one, one, of one of my question. bold predictions. Like Fedoni's gonna have a huge year, and dude wasn't even like,
1: "You got time." I mean, the first game's always, you know, you just can't tell me like, I don't know. He's like you said earlier, like on
0: the spectrum of talent, like Fedoni's
1: talented. We, we have an advantage with talent with guys like him and, and, and boca stricter <laughs> I, I always know that you love that type of stuff <laughs> oh. did jake the snake did he bring out a python or a bogus <laughs> oh, Good question i think it was let's google it I think it was a albino python he named him. He always had a name for he him. He had a name for Oh, each one of his snakes. Yeah, he does. Oh,
0: he had multiple. You know a lot about Jake.
1: <laughs> I watched a little bit of wrestling growing up.
0: Jake the Snake, type of snake. <laughs> That's a great albino python. bite
1: that head. right? Yeah, you got it right. Wow. Oh. Okay, not bad. Oh, boy. <laughs> I got that right. I can't believe it
0: okay you're acting like you didn't know i mean
1: i didn't know for sure i took a pretty good guess though
0: what a stupid
1: people in the writer's (laughs) room it's like he's come out with a a python and after he pins
0: him he puts the python item
1: it rubs uh, ah jake the snake
0: he had multiple he named but either we need to get Bo, Nate Boa Constrictor needs to get a boa constrictor, and like he needs to like walk into the game like with the boa constrictor. That's what we need to see out of him. It's ridiculous, but we need to see more tight ends. Yep. Okay, then we'll kind of land the plane here with Sims. Like one game in, where where where? I mean, he's been a focal point of conversation. Like, where are you at with Sims after one game?
1: Well, I, here's the part with him that's going to be interesting is like we, oh man, you know, he he threw, he threw some bad picks. He doesn't seem to see the field great, but you know what? If he's a serviceable quarterback, that's okay. Like if his, if his floor is higher than we think, that's what. like, I think there's this fear that he's going to get worse or something. Well, maybe he won't get worse. Maybe like, that's the floor. He has a li- he can go a little higher and play well yep. some games. Yep. But he's never going to be great. But if, if that's his floor, I mean we we can almost win a, against a pretty good team with that floor. So what he needs to do is have that be his floor and you know have some games he plays a little yes. better. Um. And maybe he'll never be great. But what what we can't have is like this is like the step to him playing worse and worse and worse. Like we can't have his floor be way lower than that. Yep. He needs to be like the guy that's like, okay, yeah, maybe a bad one bad throw game, but like for the most part he can run and he can, he can win games with his legs and, you know, just pretty basic plays because his legs are and his like, he's a good runner. He is a good, he's a big dude that is hard to deal with. Yes. He's a monster dude. He's, like, he's not as
0: fast as I thought he he's would. Not he's not
1: quick twitchy in terms of like jukey, but he, He's got a stride on him. Like, he, it, I bet. Do you think he, got he can a- take a sixty yarder to oh, the yeah, crib? Yeah, you get him in the open, he'll he take it. You think the GPS knows the way to the crib? I say about that. <laughs> <laughs> the Nick, <laughs> I don't know. I think mean, he GPS, got that, but he's got the long stride. he be. Fine. I
0: don't know. I don't know if he can get to the crib if he needs to. Nick, he's going to the crib. You ready for the analogy of all analogies? Give it to me. I think Sims is. You remember the movie Gremlins? Yes. Remember the rules of owning a gremlin? Don't pour water on. So it's avoid bright light, don't get them wet, and don't feed them after midnight. Okay. Gizmo, he was cooled in a mug if you did yeah. those things, you know? Yeah. But obviously, you don't do that. I think gremlins, too, they took over New York, I'm pretty sure.
1: Okay, let me ask you a question. Just <laughs> remind me here. Did the gremlins come from a gizmo? Did the gizmo yeah. breed? How yeah, did the I think, gr- remember they, like... With did, stuff like didn't something bubble out that yeah, made the gremlins? I think I'm,
0: I'm remembering like some on their back, like it would like bubble up and they'd like shoot, like yeah, I think so.
1: I can't remember how the first gremlins got because it was like yeah, like and
0: then they and then they were bad. Like if you did those things, then bad things would. Is is it? Is, it was, it was Gizmo
1: gremlins. because Gizmo got wet. I think so. I think, is that but right? Then,
0: I think that sounds. Because he was right. so
1: nice, but then, but then the gremlins wet, came from
0: him. Yeah. The gremlins came from him, but he still remained like one of the, one of he the homies. Guy, you know, yeah. like. But, Gremlins 2, the New York movie—that was that movie was crazy. That's one of the craziest. I know movie- you're
1: into Gremlins.
0: <laughs> crazy. But my point is, with Sims, he's got to treat him like Gizmo. Like how you use him. Yeah. The situations you put him in. You put him in the right situations. There's a version where you look at him and you're like, I like
1: him. Yeah. He's gizmo when you when he's he gizmo good, yeah. when you,
0: you know, boot simple reads, zone reads, run on him, it. Yeah. feature back, drop back, scramble, scramble, yeah. like all that. Getting him wet is like sitting him in the pocket.
1: Hard, have, throws. hard
0: throws, hard reads, cons- you know, yeah, different yeah. route concepts where he's having to re- – like, then all of a sudden, you got a Gremlins lost in Minneapolis situation <laughs> brewing on brewing. – and so I, I just – with him, I like I like him if you use him in a certain way. Yeah. And I think in this game, it's got to be 20 to 25 carries. It's got to be featured trying to get the running back, Gabe Irvin, rolling. Chew the clock and then his passing situations, simple boots, easy, easy reads, easy throws. If you want to take some shots,
1: I guess, but I don't even know who the is the shots Mr. First Down. Who's who's the who's they brought in Tommy Hill. I think you'll see Lloyd Hill or Malachi Coleman because I don't think anybody can run past those somebody. Guys, you Is Washington be, a burner like that? He'll I get a
0: first down, but he's not going to give you like a – He
1: wants the first down.
0: He just wants to get 10 yards. I don't
1: that. see him as necessarily like the deep guy. I think you've got to have a guy that like takes the top off usually, that runs by, and I think those, those – yeah, those, those guys are the, are the speedsters. Are the
0: speedsters. I,
1: I mean, that's why Tommy Hill I mean, he came I, in for that you, one you play. You know where I stand with Tommy Hill.
0: I'm looking – I'm on Zillow.com, Tommy Hill Island, and I'm contemplating.
1: Okay, I'll, I'll
0: okay what, what, team, <laughs> what guy on the team? You and I have – I'm Gabe on Gabe Urban, Urban
1: Island. I've been and on – you
0: and I are – I mean, we are like I'm the start, mayors no, I, of Fedoni Island, but there is that island's becoming like
1: – I'm on Gabe Urban Island. There's a water shortage right now. A
0: significant
1: water shortage. And we're, so we're, we're not and It worried. feels like we were promised things. Yeah, we're, we're – We we're starting, promised water. We're starting to get concerned. This might be a water shortage and we're going to die in this island. It's what we're worried about. Well, what other,
0: what other island? I mean, you buy any beachfront property on Fedoni Island?
1: Not yet. He's got to do one you. catch and I'll look at some real estate. Polar bear Island. Uh, that's in Antarctica. I've considered it. Um, <laughs> I think I'm going to go to Singleton uh, Singleton Bay. What about
0: Omar? Bad, bad Omar Brown, baddest man in the whole damn town.
1: He's got an uh, uptown apartment in, in Manhattan, um, <laughs> and I'm I would buy that. <laughs> porkature has got a farm in Aurora. I'm liking that one. Uh, <laughs> uh, he's got a snake farm. <laughs> got a snake farm in Aurora. I'd I'd consider some property there right now. Um, <laughs> ridiculous so you got
0: nebraska winning 20 to 7
1: if we win that's basically if we win that's how i see the
0: do win. you see it being like one of those things where nebraska either wins or they get their their fannies waxed like could you more part of me yes. feels like that's the case like i think they either win or it gets away from them
1: that that's to me the symptom of colorado is yes i think colorado's got the hype train right now and maybe If they are all they're cracked up to be and those kids can handle it, then maybe they can put up 40 points again. But, like, I think they're kids still. And I think they that program has not been solidified. They're one game in. I think they're ripe for the picking. And to me, if everybody thinks 45, I'm thinking 20 to 7. Oh, that'd be great.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think if Nebraska wins, it's somewhere along. I think it's more like... 17 to 14 20 to 14 in that
1: area but yeah that, that might be very well
0: but it, but i think there's a version of this game where it it gets out of hand and then all of a sudden the problem is if you get behind you can't do the it's harder to do the control the clock run the ball you know what exactly. i mean like yeah you get down 21 to three yeah now all of a sudden you you sims has got a then all of a sudden you're you know they got the gremlin situation going and you're you're having to have them air it out and it's not good so I think also a fast start and not having to play from behind is huge, too. So stay safe for what? Stay safe, my friend. Oh, man. Say shouts out to Corn Coast Brewery. I mean, th- this was good. This was good. I'm going to have to make sure I stay safe for the rest of the night. Okay, shouts out to Pella. Shouts out to Shoot360. Go to Shoot360.com backslash Lincoln. sign up for this I'm interested tab. The, the YouTube numbers are starting to increase. That's what we want to nice. see. We're rejuven- rejuvenating it back up. Uh, we'll be back for the game recap. We're gonna record on Saturday night. By the way,
1: so it'll be out Sunday. So
0: it should be out Sunday. Okay, so get great. mentally and emotionally ready. Why don't you go say safe and "sack clat"? There's clat right there. Let's get let's get clat. A Heard at Sports Network production.